Hello and welcome to the Book Dialogue. This is Sarah and Rebecca and we have something exciting for you today. And welcome back to the Book Dialogue. This is Sarah and this is Rebecca and we have a fascinating conversation today to and a wonderful experience that we would like to share with you that's coming up in 2020. Well, let's share, shall we? Yes, I love the idea. Well, the, there's a lot of twos in this one. A lot of twos in this one. The we are um, come from a long lineage of readers, and we have been raised in them. We love them. We love books. This year, my nephew has challenged the whole family to the epic 2020 25-book reading challenge. Now, all you have to do to say in our family is challenge, and we all hop to it. Now, when you mix books in with that, well, the, the incentive is even stronger because we love the opportunities that books present to us to expose ourselves to new thought, new ideas, cultures, different time periods, history. It's it's so exciting. Well, what I like was Aaron sent us a message and he said, now, when you see me, I had about 12 to 15 books over my father. Please don't taunt him. <laughs> Please take, he, he'll feel bad. <laughs> All I know is that we will definitely be enjoying this next year with all of the exciting opportunities that are presented by books. I have close to 50 on my reading list already. I have five. <laughs> Just want you to know it's five. Well, you probably have five excellent books. I do. I do. But I have to be honest, I've got some pretty spectacular books that you and I are going to share with our our listeners oh, and yes. hopefully they'll share with us we'd love to hear from you because books are our life <laughs> books are take take care of us the first book i want to tell you about is i met a wonderful author by the name of dave astor oh. and this is his books fascinating facts about famous fiction authors and the greatest novels of all time. Now, what I'm doing with this is that this is the basis, the structure of my books that are going, because he gives all sorts of information and tidbits about Ray Bradbury, Anne Bronte, uh, Charlotte Bronte, uh, Fanny Burney, and then it goes on to uh, Nikolai Gogol, and they're all I, thousands, well, hundreds here. Hundreds of books. Yeah. So that's that's my first story. Now, which which one are you going to use? Well, you know, it's really interesting because, um, and and I'm very serious about people giving us an opportunity to hear from them about what they're reading, because so much of what is really exciting to read is something that's been experienced by someone else as well. Because when you share your experience about what it is that you've read and how you felt about a particular thing, and you uh, invite other people to read that same book, you are actually in dialogue. You might be reading the same book, but because somebody has shaped your perception of the book or said something about it, that is an opportunity to connect with an indi another individual. So for our listeners to be able to share their books with us, I think it's going to be really important because we're going to learn so much more. 
anyway, what you just asked me what it is that I'm reading. Well, I have to be honest, I have a huge number of books on my reading list. But the first one that I want to read is called uh, Confederacy of Dunces. And it was written by John Kennedy Toole. Um, now, what's interesting about him is that he was a man in the military who was uh, retired in the mid-60s. He wrote a book and he sent it out to publishers to have it published without any results. People just saying no one's going to be interested in this book. And uh, although we know a lot more about PTSD right now, um, it was fairly unknown in that time. He actually ended up committing suicide. He uh, drove his car um, off the road. And what happened was his mother took this book, the, the book that she found um, on his death, and she took it very, she peddled it to publisher after publisher for over 10 years. It ended up being published in 1980, and it won the Pulitzer Prize in oh 1981. My, my goodness. Now, isn't that a sad thing, though, that the, the someone who was so creative and so gifted would have been so devastated um, that he took his own life? Absolutely. But what's wonderful about it is a mother's love that transformed the project made sure it got published in his honor. And you and I are going to read it this year. I, yeah, I am really excited. When I heard about this, um, I was actually recommended this book um, by um, another individual. That's why it's so important to have these connections with people to say, why don't you read this? Why don't you read this? Um, when I, you know, heard a little bit about it, I thought, oh, well, I've got to read that. Can you imagine um, how much investment of time and energy and passion was put into this book? And like you said, with his mother, oh, his mom. It, 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 it is worth reading. Well, that's the story. That's the story. And when you know the backstory, it's even better. Well, and when you were talking about this book that you're reading, it's giving you that little snippet into each of those books. So it just, it's that taste. You it know, is. You, know? you connect with the writer. And when you connect with the writer, you connect with his book. Absolutely. Uh, what I want to read uh, is another Daphne de Maurier. Now, this challenge says you can't reread books that you love. And, and I really loved Rebecca and Frenchman's Creek and, and all of that wonderful Daphne de Maurier um, Cornwall. I have a new one. Oh. It's called The Strand. I've already started oh, interesting. it. Interesting. And it, it looks very interesting. What is your other books? Well... Um, let me tell you about the, the next one I'm looking at. It's called The Inner Life of Animals. And it's by Peter Wallleben. And basically it talks about love, grief, and compassion, the surprising observations of a hidden world. And what's interesting is that, did you know that horses feel shame? And that deers grieve and goats discipline their kids? Ravens call their friends by name. Rats regret bad choices, and butterflies choose the very best places for their children to grow up. Can you believe that, there, you know, we don't understand and we, we demean animals in, our, in, our, in, in this world? That fellow, that writer, wrote about trees, and I have the book on the trees, and I'm going to finish it this year. 
Well, you know that trees talk to each other, too. All right. Well, the hidden life of trees, the hidden life of animals. No, you know, Sarah, I am with you. I don't think that we are the smartest species on this planet. I have a feeling, but we can write and we can read. <laughs> well, you know, and that happens to be an, another one of the books that I have got on my list. It's Crystal Clear Communication, How to Explain Anything Clearly in Speech or Writing. Oh, lovely. <laughs> We're going to have a communication. <laughs> and talking about that, I am going to, talking about that, I am going to be reading a book by, it's called Quiet by Susan Cain. It's about introverts and how they react to a, in a world that is fostered and beloved by extroverts. Now, I live with two introverts. I value them. You know, introverts sometimes don't tell their story because they don't need to. They don't need the adulation like you and I, Sarah. Us, you know, us you know, you are. <laughs> you are fabulous. You know, and as you are, you as, as are you. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking at um, the secrets, the secrets we kept, which is a whole thing on Doctor Shivago. Oh, okay. and that is very good. And also on the Romanoff sister. And there's no surprise there. Everybody doesn't make it through it. It's the Ronald sister, so well, I, I needed to know that before I read the book because it's always <laughs> so difficult. Well, you know, sometimes those historical stories, uh, you're based on real life. You wish that they had an opportunity to change it, but, you know, it. we have to be connected to the reality well, and, of what happened. And that's the thing about fiction. I confess, I'm going to confess here, I'm not going to do it this time, but every time I read fiction, I look to the back of the book to see if it's the way I want it to be finished. <laughs> and if it isn't, it gets put back. That's like maybe, spoiler loots on good movies. Maybe that's why Hurricane Romances are still wonderful. And another book I think we should think about is Mildred Benson, who wrote all of the... Um, a Nancy Drew books. Oh, yes. I, we grew up on Nancy Drew. We I, grew up on Nancy Drew. And, you know, it's true that, um, you know, we, we do like to know the ends. I know that there is um, a, a number of movies that are put out by a specific channel, which we flick through occasionally with my husband, and he'll turn to me and says, spoiler alert, they get together. <laughs> and, and, you know, and that's that's all right, because it, it, it is the journey, it's the storytelling, mm -hmm. it isn't necessarily the end result. And and it's... It's how they got there. It's how they got there. But I, I do say, I just wanted to let you know, I've got one more book that I'm oh, really okay. keen to read that I've had on my list. It's called Lost Connections, Uncovering the Real Causes of Depression and the Unexpected Solutions by Johan Harry. And I think that in a life that we're living, we are surrounded by people who have some, some degree of depression. And I think that we can be light and we can be an inspiration and we can reach out and allow people to see that there is so much more to, to life. And that in, so for, for me, I'm keen to read this book because I think that we can't be psychologists 
our counselors. That's not our role, and it's certainly we don't have the training. But I think that each of us in our own way have the obligation to be able to reach out to others and to allow and bring them up, not, not enable, but empower them to see life much more positively. Well, we have a year ahead of us, Sarah. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I'm not sure how we're going to get through all of these books, but they're got to be on our list and we don't do it in 2020. Well, there's always 2021. That's the beauty about books is that they don't go away. No, they don't. And they are always with us. And Sarah, I just want you to know when I'm 14 books ahead of you, I will tell everybody (laughs) not to taunt you. (laughs) Well, and you never know, but it might just be the inverse. And I (laughs) definitely will taunt you. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much listeners for joining us. We welcome you back next time when we share a little bit more about one of the books we've just, we've just talked about. And in the meantime, happy to have you um, leave a note on our website at www.thebookdialogue.com. We want to hear what you're reading. Hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. We welcome you back next time. Thanks for joining us. This is Sarah and Rebecca. Thank you for joining us.